Thanks for joining us on the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Thomas. We're continuing our podcast series of 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage. We've made it all the way to lesson 12. and A dozen. Yeah. A dozen episodes. Or almost to the, the home stretch of the 15 lessons we've learned. And there's, there's no particular order of these. However, we did purposely put um, this one, lesson 12, which is called Apologize and Forgive Genuinely right after the fight for resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you, you could apologize and you could forgive for lots of things, but it's probably going to come naturally writing right after a conflict or something. And if you're fighting for resolution, then you should be willing to apologize and forgive. But we're going to be talking about what that means to do it genuinely. So thanks yeah. again for joining us. Yeah, if you haven't heard the uh, the last episode, Fight for Resolution, make sure uh, you either pause now and go listen to that one first and then come back so that it's in the order that it might actually happen to you. Um, <laughs> or you can do it kind of prequel movie style and listen to this one first and then go back and watch, uh, listen to that one afterwards. So yeah, have fun with it. Uh, listen to it with your spouse or um, just make sure you're listening um, and then discussing it together. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, apologizing and forgiving, it sounds so simple, but it's freaking hard. It's hard. And I mean, so I was trying to think like, what keeps us from apologizing? You know, if it's so simple, if you're just listening, it's like, yeah, it, I got it, that. But it's like that old saying, like, it's simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a simple thing to do, but it's really hard to do. I think the biggest thing that keeps us from apologizing, that's why it's not easy, is pride. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. we're so prideful, we don't want to say that we're prideful. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> say we have pride, but, um, you know, it's the pride in us that thinks maybe the other person should be the one apologizing to, you know, you should apologize to me instead. Um, or you should apologize first before I then right. apologize for, you know, because we all probably have both <laughs> could apologize. We both have things to, um, if, if it was a conflict that we, we both contributed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's the number one thing is pride. Um, cause you don't want to be wrong or you want to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, those are basically the same thing, but they can seem like very different things. You know, um, you know, if, if you feel like you're right, then you know, you're not wrong. So, I mean, it's just really important, I think, to list out both of those that it's, it's not just about not wanting to be wrong, but also having the desire to win and be right. Um, which to kind of tease back to the last episode, it's not always about just winning and being right. It's about getting to a resolution that works best for your family unit. Yeah. And I think something even I personally have struggled with is, which, you know, keeps me from apologizing is, you know, you may not realize that you need to apologize, which I've had to do some, you know, deep down soul digging to realize that's pride too. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, if it's not like, well, it's not a matter of right or wrong. I just don't have anything to apologize for. Well. Take a step back, <laughs> dig deep, and um, pretty sure, yeah, if you lay down your pride, you'll you'll definitely have something to apologize for. Yeah, so while you're listening to this episode and hearing that, if that's something that you start thinking like, okay, I, 
uh, yeah, maybe I do struggle with that. Maybe I do feel like I don't need to apologize or, or just not realize it, like just doesn't compute. Um, if, if you start getting that feeling right now about yourself, then that's a good sign that you probably need to do that soul searching as well and realize, okay, that's something I need to get better on at when I'm caught in that situation. Let me find something that I have done to apologize for rather than just pointing the finger at somebody else. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and just saying, I'm sorry, you know, because you want to move on from something. Um, I mean, that's another perspective to look at. Um, you know, you if, if you're just saying you're sorry, just to try to move on, just to end the argument, bypass it, um, you're missing the deeper lesson that was needed um, or the true root cause of whatever the situation was. Uh, you're just avoiding the conflict. Mm-hmm. You're not really trying to pull it out by the root um and um Which fix we, the whole problem right it was where you said don't avoid conflict like lean into it so yeah just just saying the words i'm sorry that's not what we're talking about that's a cop-out so that's why we we titled this apologize genuinely mm-hmm. because you could think i'm apologizing i'm saying i'm sorry right but there's so much more to an apology well and look at it from the perspective of if you don't think you actually have something to say sorry for, but you're just apologizing just to try and get the situation moved on, that that creates two issues. One, that's going to create distrust in your spouse because they may have thought you were actually trying to apologize when you really weren't, so you were lying. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that side of it. Or if you're the one that really does need to apologize and you just say it um, just to move on, then that's still going to create, uh, what that's going to do is that's just going to cause you to keep stewing on the situation because you didn't get to actually be heard. Um and so since you didn't get to be heard, you're just going to keep letting that build up and build up until it circles back again and, and blows up um, because the situation was really unsolved to begin with. Right. Um, and, you know, we were, we were thinking about this as, as we were planning uh, this episode. And uh, actually, um, our, our two-year-old is learning to apologize for things right now. And she's doing, you know, the typical two-year-old stuff, <laughs> hitting and biting and all kinds of stuff. To, Yelling, no! You know, yeah, all that. <laughs> and um, I call it the terrible twos, but it's just toddler. <laughs> toddler. Yep. Terrific toddler. Yeah. And so typically she just says sorry to move on. That's how her life works right now. Um, I totally saw that today. She... I don't know if she hit something to you. I think she spit at you or something. She's like, sorry, daddy. Like super fast. Yeah. Just, I'm going to do it and then say, sorry, daddy. And then run off with a smile. Yeah. it's <laughs> it, it. She doesn't understand how to apologize in a heartfelt way or what that means or why she needs to. Um, albeit that her apologies are very adorable. <laughs> um, but as adults, we can't really get by with that cute apology anymore. Just sorry mm-hmm. and move on it's it's just not true we once we learn and develop those um complex emotions it's it makes those type of apologies seem less genuine because they truly are now our two-year-old doesn't know that yet she hasn't developed those complex emotions to understand that but uh, that's why we teach our kids to say sorry when they do something wrong so that they start learning that empathy of how the other person felt um when when something happened 
Yeah. And so in, in short, we're saying not to say I'm sorry. Like that's that's not enough. So something else to be mindful of um, that we've heard is, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. You, you think you're going to you're being genuine with that statement, but you just put it on the other person. That's not an apology. I'm sorry you feel that way. It's not for anything you, you know, the person saying it. Did. Yeah, still passing the blame. Um, or, you know, I'm sorry you misunderstood what I said. You misinterpreted what I meant. Um, or even the worst, I'm sorry, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay, like, are you sorry? <laughs> um, you know, and then you can be like, what about the time you did this? Or it was your fault that I, like, those, those are not apologies or in our definition a genuine apology right so um we're just gonna walk through kind of (laughs) what a genuine apology would would look like there's seven steps um you know it's it sounds a little bit like uh elementary school teaching here but hopefully it will take you and your spouse from just the generic i'm sorry to a genuine apology if you think through these steps right Yeah. Uh, To kick it off, number one is say what you're sorry for. So I'm sorry for blank doing Mm -hmm. this or making you feel this way. Now, go back to what you just said. I'm sorry you feel this way is putting the blame on the other person. I'm sorry for making you feel this way is taking that ownership of it. Just a couple little words change the whole entire saying. Yeah. And then next is say why it was wrong. Um, so it was wrong because, you know, that's, that's, that's acknowledging that you understand that you shouldn't have said that or done that and you know, it's wrong. Right. Number three, accept full responsibility. Um, I accept full responsibility for what I did or what I said. Um, that just, again, taking that ownership of it rather than passing the blame onto someone else or trying to sidestep the blame. Even if you're not trying to put the blame on someone else, but trying to sidestep it, that's kind of like the, I'm sorry, but that's saying, I'm only sorry for this part of what I did not really for everything else that was caused from it. Um, so make sure you take full responsibility. Number four is ask how to make amends. So an example of that would be um, just asking your spouse, how, how can I make this better? Um, how can I change? Almost, how, how can I make this up to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, how, can, how can I fix this? Right. Number five is commit to not doing it again. Um, so something like, Moving forward, I will do this instead, or I will not do this thing again, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then six is ask for forgiveness. So we'll get into that in a little bit of how to forgive genuinely, but... Five words, people. Uh, p- will you please forgive me? Is that five? Yeah, that's five. <laughs> okay. yeah. Like, I hope that was the five <laughs> words that you said, because we, we, I mean, Thomas mentioned our two-year-old earlier, but we have twin seven-year-olds and mm-hmm. that's the stage they're in is, you know, there's, uh, we help them say, I'm sorry for blank. And this is key for them. We have them say to each other, will you please forgive me? Mm-hmm. And I, I think even as adults, we skip over that step and that's why we're stuck in the, I'm sorry and ready to move on but those are powerful will you please forgive me right yeah will you please forgive me and waiting for them to answer with a yes or a no mm-hmm. I mean that changes the whole course mm-hmm. of everything because um 
we we changed to have our seven-year-old boy start apologizing and asking for forgiveness rather than apologizing and waiting for their brother to say it's okay Mm. because if you have to apologize for something it's probably not okay and so just that that mindset shift to not just say it's okay saying it's okay kind of almost subconsciously gives the person permission to do it again Mm -hmm. um well you said it was okay why can't i hit you in the face Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what you said it's not okay. so i'm sorry i did it this time it's okay. Yeah. Okay, well, great. That leaves the door open for next time. So, um, you know, asking for that forgiveness, that that's taking responsibility, going back to committing to make the change, how you can do things different again. Those are all key ingredients to getting to that forgiveness part. Uh, and then lastly, number seven, uh, thank them. Uh, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Um, and then embrace, you know, we yeah, we talked about that in a good fight episode, which we referred to on last week's episode as well, um, that, you know, after conflict and, and now hopefully you've got that resolution of apologizing and um, asking and accepting forgiveness that you thank them for bringing that to your attention. But, you know, that just is full circle when you can say thank you, you're welcome, and give them a hug. Yeah, because most of the <laughs> time in the fight, you don't want that hug. If right, they try to hug you prematurely, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a problem. This is not a parenting podcast, but we reference our kids so much just because it's such a interesting parallel to see what we're trying to cultivate in our family life mm-hmm. and what we're teaching You know, our seven-year-old boys and it's hard for them. And I'm like, go do it, do it. And then it's like, well, it's really hard, harder for me in my marriage. And that's where, you know, it's not weird for that. We are saying like, I'm sorry for this. Will you please forgive me? Yes. And I'm like, okay, give them a hug, <laughs> you know, and maybe they'll get to an age where they hate they'll, that right they'll now, do a high five. But, but right now, like, it's just showing them that's like, hey, we can still be friends. We're brothers. I love you um and you know and they see mom and dad do that too so you know and the the point of this is if you can apologize genuinely um the the person on the other side it's going to be a lot easier for them to forgive genuinely Mm -hmm. and the definition of genuinely is to the fullest and so it's not enough to just do this great apology um when the person asks for forgiveness the 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 person hearing that needs to be willing to forgive them genuinely to the fullest degree right yeah so let's flip that back around for a second and talk about what's not forgiveness so you know uh you ask me for forgiveness and i say so you say will you please forgive me yep 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 okay let's do another example will you really (laughs) uh will you please forgive me I'll try. Okay. How's that feel? I was like, this is this is hurting right now. <laughs> this is fake. It feels so real. Um, okay. W- will you please forgive me? <laughs> now I'm scared to ask. Um, yeah. I mean, so just a couple of those things like that. Yes, I will. I will forgive you. Um, but uh, saying you do, but then actually not, that's not forgiveness. So saying, you know, I'll try or yep, those are just kind of kind of like the i'm sorry just to get out of the situation mm-hmm. uh it's kind of like the same thing it's basically saying i'm annoyed let's move uh, on <laughs> yeah I, let, let's move on or 
yeah, I want to stop this, but uh, I'm going to still hold this little bit of a grudge so that next time, you know, I've got some ammunition already ready to go. Um, and, and that's not okay. Or, or, you know, saying yes, but, you know, will you forgive me? Yes, but. Or if you do this, I'll forgive you. Right. I mean, that's going back to keep referencing other uh, episodes, but we talked about love unconditionally. Right. And that's not loving unconditionally if you give them that ultimatum. Like, right. I won't forgive you unless you do this. That's conditional. Well, and, and let's not get that confused, though, because earlier we did say ask how to make amends. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. There are things to, to say, um, you know, how can I make this better? How can I make this right? And get input from your spouse on that. That's totally okay in the apology section. Um, in the forgiveness section, the forgiveness has to be like straight forgiveness, no conditions attached. Yes, I do. You know, if you've already discussed those things, um, then, you know, you should be able to just move on and genuinely forgive. Um, if you haven't discussed those things, don't say yes, but say, I'm not ready to because I think we still need to keep talking through this. There's some more stuff I want to say. Just be honest. That's that's better than saying yes, but that's a forgiveness with a condition attached that your spouse is likely not going to be able to meet. If something happens once that they have to um, uh, apologize for or ask forgiveness for, there's a good possibility it or something similar to it may happen again. And so if you're going to genuinely forgive them, it can't be a yes, but type of scenario. Yeah. And I, I don't want to make light of that. Forgiveness is a lifelong process that will feel easy in some situations. Like we're kind of making light of it, but, um, we do know that sometimes it is downright impossible, um, in, in different situations to, to, to forgive. And that's just kind of something that, um, I would say it feels downright impossible. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's absolutely impossible. I meant to say it feels, (laughs) it feels easy. Um, missing that keyword there. It feels easy in some situations and feels downright impossible in others. Mm-hmm. And my comeback to that is that we are affected, yes, by other people's actions and we're often hurt by um, by their actions, but we're not held accountable for their actions. What we are accountable to is our actions and our reactions to that other person's actions. And that's where forgiveness comes in. So even if I don't like what you did or what you said, my responsibility is to forgive genuinely to um, to just kind of release my... So I'm not in the wrong. Right. To release my part of that. Right. So what is forgiveness? It's hard to give and amazing to get. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, so uh, this this next piece of advice is going to be simply amazing. Um, I've been excited about it uh, since we were planning this episode. Um, the The definition of forgiveness is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for uh, for an offense, flaw, or mistake. So just to stop. Once once you say <laughs> you've forgiven them, you stop. So when when you get to the point of forgiveness, the argument's done. Mm-hmm. Like once you say yes, once you agree to forgive them, the argument's done. That means the attitudes have to be done. 
You don't get to dwell on it anymore. If you for, if you truly do forgive genuinely, it's over, plain and simple. Now, let me say this one little caveat that I do understand in the middle of a fight, once forgiveness happens, it may take you a few minutes to cool down. I get that. That's just human emotion. That's just, you know, your body needing to just relax and get back to normal. But outside of a few minutes, if you have truly forgiven someone, you should feel that release. You shouldn't be holding that tension in your body anymore. And it should be done. And they should feel that release too. The The tension should start to subside pretty quickly. Um, if it doesn't, that probably means there's some unresolved issues in there. Um, so, you know, it, to sum it all up, once you get to the point of forgiveness, the argument is done. Kind of like this podcast. That's, that's just it. I mean, that there's no better piece of advice to end with about forgiveness there. Um, so we're just going to stop it. That's all there is, right? <laughs> so apologize genuinely and forgive genuinely. Um, and yeah, stop it. <laughs> That's it. Stop. <laughs> but you don't have to stop talking to us. You can reach out to us anytime on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle or um, even contact us through our website at marriagepuzzle.com where we post um, monthly blog posts as well and some fun giveaways and things like that um, on the website. So you could check that out. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we're just here to help solve the marriage puzzle. So glad you're tuning in um, and we look forward to joining you next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. See ya.